everyone. Welcome to Working Women. I'm your host, Jace. We have met many amazing women while running creatives at work. We hope to share some inspiring stories about how female executive entrepreneurs as well as freelancers from Singapore are taking charge and building successful businesses. So today, you know, I'm very privileged and honoured to actually have an old friend. Okay, maybe not old, <laughs> but to have a friend you know that has uh that's here with us today and this is uh emily ong from um design singapore deputy uh, executive directors so emily would you like to you know um, share with our audiences about yourself sure i'm i've known jace like forever it's been 10 years yeah more than that yes I, when i was in uh mda i was it was 2011 2012 yeah, yeah yep, so yep. that was way back then um been in the service for 18 years wow before that i was in the private sector uh, I was doing marketing, mm. advertising and sales. So 18 years in the service is a very long time. In the 18 years, I have moved seven times, mm. seventh posting. Mm. So I was from, you know, in the ministry. Then I also went to EDB, mm. the Economic Development Board. Mm. Then I joined MDA. Mm. I came to Design Singapore Council four years ago. Right. In 2016, when I took over this role as a Deputy ED. Mm. Yeah, so that is essentially what I do mm. as a career. I'm also yeah. a mother of a 15-year-old boy. Yeah. Nobody believes that I'm a mother of a 15-year-old boy. And that 15-year-old boy is as tall as you, right? <laughs> no, he's actually taller <laughs> than me now. Oh my gosh, my son. Yeah, um, so I'm busy as a parent as well. Mm. He's uh, sex three this year. Then I'm taught on that. I'm also doing my second master's. Mm. Wow. Yeah, so I graduated from NUS Business School. Then I meant to do my MBA. Mm. Then... Right now, I'm actually in the midst of uh, finishing up my Master of Design mm. in Design Strategies at Hong Kong PolyU. But it sounds like you wear a lot of different hats, right? Yeah. You are a student, you are a, you know, an executive running, you know, the development of the design industry in Singapore, you are a mother, you know. So what is a typical normal day looks like to you? I, I don't know when you refer to a typical day is when lah. So right now, if it's a typical day now, now, is mm. that we, I wake up, I'm a, a early riser. Yeah. Okay. Because I sleep at 10.30 every night. Oh, okay. Yeah, so that has okay. been my habit and the discipline for many years. And that's how I keep my mind sharp mm. and, and having the energy. So I sleep at 10.30 every night and I wake up at 7 mm. every day. Mm. Then after that, I'll just have this quiet time, mm. you know, between 7 and 8. I'll mm. just eat my breakfast and just mm. chill. Mm. That means I don't talk to anybody. Yeah. That's yeah. very important for me. Then from mm. 8.30 onwards the meetings will start. Mm. Right? You know Zoom. Uh. Yeah. And it's non-stop. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's just non-stop, right? Mm. Um, so, work takes up a lot of my time. Mm. Um, my classes are on weekends. Right. So, that means mm. I haven't had a weekend for the last one year. Mm. Wow. <laughs> because weekends are classes. Then, mm. on top of that, um, I have to do assignments. Mm. So, there's assignments, there's lectures, there's work. Then, on top of that, uh, weekends, if I have time, I'll try to spend some time with my son. My son and I, we are very close. Mm. Yeah, he's my only boy. Um, and and essentially, we share the interests. So, we used to be able to go to performances. Mm. Now, we can't. Together. Right. Yeah, so we go cycling together. Actually, a lot of people ask me how I juggle. Yeah. Honestly, I don't know. Mm. <laughs> I really don't. Um, but I think my greatest strength so far is my ability to focus. Mm. Yeah, so that means once I focus on a certain area, mm. I will just chung. Yeah. From yeah. A to B, we'll just finish it, you know, just focus. Yeah. And then I've learned also to divide the time. La. So when it's time to work, 
you work, you focus. Mm. When it's time to play, you play. Mm. When it's time to sleep, sleep. Yeah, this is something that you have to trust us, right? Working with Emily <laughs> in the past, we all know, right, that, you know, when she starts working, she's really very serious, right? And she really chong all the way. But when she is, if she, she decided that it's time for her to have fun, then she's actually quite fun. <laughs> so Emily has to be a very good co-workers, you know, uh, for, for me especially, as well as mentors. And of course, you know, during the early days when Creative Awards first started, she also gave us a lot of support. You know, she's the one who actually, you know, um, say, okay, go, you know, just, Go, go leave the leave the company <laughs> go and do it yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah but I was actually quite curious I mean um, even before you decided to go for your second MBA right you're already you know um, wearing so many hats you know uh, as a mother you know running you know Design Singapore and things like that what made you what made you think that you needed a second MBA and why do you decide on this particular okay. MBA when I came to Design Singapore it was actually in a different place. Mm. Last time when we talk about design, you just think about design yeah. as aesthetic. Yeah. Right? Either you can be a product designer, mm. you can be a fashion designer. Mm. But the world has changed for design. Mm. So even for us who are non-design trained, right, could also adopt a design mindset. Because you must understand design is not about just drawing mm. and designing. Design as a mindset, which means that you will you basically will possess skills like collaborative skills risk-taking, problem-solving. Mm. These are all part of having a design mindset. You know, being iterative, mm. being able to understand users. Yeah. yeah. Empathy. Yeah. Right? We talk about that. So when I came back to Design Singapore, I saw the opportunity and I thought that could be something that I really want to mm. do. And it's not hard. Mm. Right? I don't need to basically learn how to draw. Mm. The idea is that after I finish this Master of Design, in design strategy, I'm not going to be a designer. That's quite clear, mm. right? However, my role can be an innovation catalyst, yeah. can be a design strategist mm. um, in an organization. Because in today's world, more and more people are seeing that um, people like me eventually can be the bridge mm. between tech, mm. business, yep. or even the design part of things, mm. even psychology. Yeah. So this confluence, right, is very real. Mm. So if you ask me anytime to anybody, right, just go and do it. Mm. Because it is, in this whole year of taking this course, right, has actually transformed me tremendously. Mm. Last time I used to think very linear. Right. Okay. You know, That's like how we taught in school. Yeah, correct. Right? <laughs> in the business grade, ah, oh, like that. Yeah. But the thing is, when you go through a process of a design a design process, right? The first thing I learned was that I learned to shift my brain. Mm. I'm actually mm. a very logical and mm. analytical. Can be xiao mm. la, but very logical. Very systematic. Correct. But the thing is, right now, I have to shift my brain the other mm. way. Whereby I will start thinking of multiple ways mm. of solving a problem. Mm. Last time, I only think of that is that solution, right? Now, I have to find different scenarios. Mm. That's one powerful thing I've mm. learned. The other thing is being able to collaborate with people mm. with different skill sets. Yeah. Not it in because in my group, right, actually I'm the only one that's business trained. Mm. All my classmates are, are design trained. So that means this is this side of the brain, right? Yeah. Or is it that side? <laughs> then I'm on the other yeah, side. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So when we come together, right, it's not easy, you know, mm -hmm. because I think in a certain way. Yeah. Then sometimes I don't understand what they're talking about. Yeah. Because yeah. They, they use a certain language. But we're able to come together mm. and produce something that is very powerful. 
I think culture also play a role, right? Exactly. I mean, yeah. Yeah. And then we work with people from different mm. nationalities. So I do really encourage people to think of it, you know, as the next wave mm. of having a career. Right. Yeah. Because not everybody can go into tech. I can't. Yeah. 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 Uh, although it's like I was trained in physics, I can still cannot read this what algorithms <laughs> me. So, but the thing is having a different mindset. Mm. I think will bring us very far. Yeah. It sounds like something that we actually really need, especially at a pandemic like this, right? So in this whole pandemic, right, what do you think the role of design will actually how the how the role or rather how is the role of design going to be transformed in this current pandemic? Or what role do you think it will play, you know? I think the ways. design sector is quite interesting. Mm. Uh, admittedly, for the classical design. So when I say mm. classical designs, will be those like architecture, mm. fashion, mm. Um, perhaps even product design. They are affected, mm. definitely. Because the thing is, it's very product-based, yeah. correct? Um, Service-based. As and when you need to sell something, definitely you'll be affected. So for them, uh, we're also encouraging them right to pivot Mm. Which means that they also will gain new skill sets like in terms of uh, digital marketing, mm. in terms of having a strategic communication. Mm. It means basically embedding new skill sets in their classical role. Right. Right? Those that are doing pretty well or, or as I said, the opportunities are there will be what I call the emerging areas. Mm. So these are what we call design strategy, uh, design research, um, experience design. Mm. And then also those that... that that specialize in um, ecosystem design, I call organization design. That means there means skill sets that help organization transform. Right. right. Actually, there's a lot of demand mm. during this period because yeah. they were telling me that organization said cannot already. Yeah. I need to transform myself, yeah. but and I don't know how. But because you are in this whole design industry, that's why you see it coming. But how about other organizations in Singapore? Because not. Everyone is as forward-looking as... Oh, as uh, yeah, as you are right to say. Actually, yeah. we... I think we're getting a lot more traction from the MNCs. Mm. They are more forward-looking. Mm. In, in fact, the SMEs are always tough. Yeah, yeah. But, but they are 99% <laughs> right, exactly. of the Singapore So, to them, to be fair to them is... Design? What you want me to do? You <laughs> ask me to hire designers, uh, what do they do? Right. So right. how will you help me make money? I mean, the thing is, to be fair, every mm, day is fire fighting, right? Of course. So essentially, what we have to show them is exactly how to make money. Mm. And we have design. to tell them that design is not about just hiring a designer to, mm. to revamp your website. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's basically how you, you transform your entire process. Mm. And the workflow and, and things yeah, like that. And, yeah, and even like, how do you transform your human resource mm. from that person? So we start mm. smaller. Mm. So I must say that it hasn't been easy. Mm. But do you see this changing? Oh, definitely. Uh, okay. Yeah. We're able to get to so far, I think in the last four years, it's mm. also because there's a lot of mindset change. Yeah. So I think it, we will get there. Mm. In fact, I think we're pretty far ahead mm. in Asia. But how do you see this affect the creative industries? Because like design and then after that, design also have a role in say, for example, the artists, right? the, you know, people like the painters, you know, things like that. So is that also part of your focus area as well? People of that skill sets? Design mm. is a problem-solving tool. Mm. Because the the whole the whole idea of design is to make lives better. Right. right. Right? So there's a process to get to where you are to make your life better. So there's mm. a problem-solving methodology. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. So there's a science and art behind mm-hmm. it, and there's a commercial element. Mm-hmm. Must make money, lah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So from a freelancer's perspective, because a lot of our audience are actually freelancers, and right now, I mean, of course, uh, you know what they keep hearing from the government is, you know, retrain, lah. You know, go for uh training. You know, the, uh, give you skill future credits. You know, go use it. So. Do you think that it is time right now for them to actually explore more design-related causes, um, you know, in terms of, you know, moving into the right directions, like, for example, a second career for Possible. them? Possible. Because we... Yeah. Um, because we have the study skills future study awards mm. for design same mm. same as IMD. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, so, essentially, we're also getting quite a lot of um, um, applications for mm. people who are non-designers who mm. wants to basically pivot Okay. Into a career. Okay. So quite a number of them actually went to do UX, UI. Mm. That's a natural That's thing a natural. for them to go yeah. in. So actually through the study awards, mm. we, we have gotten um uh, quite a lot of applications for freelancers. No, I, I would suppose so because I think you know this is the right time right. Right, that they need to start thinking about their where they go. So actually a lot of our friends, right? Yeah. Those in the media industry, if I can nag at them, I will. Uh, I say hello guys. You are in the media industry. You have complementary skill sets. Please do something. Mm. Mm. Yeah, and I find that design is something that is very complementary. Right. Right, Right. just do it. Right. But will they tell you that, yeah, you know, I cannot design, you know, I I don't have design sense, you know. They are saying, look at me. (laughs) (laughs) I can't even do a proper PowerPoint. My classmates say my my PowerPoint sucks. Too much, too many words. (laughs) So they take over and they take over. So the how it will split the work is Emily will do yeah. all the writing yeah, yeah. because of perfect English, Anna, yeah. then they'll do all the design. Because oh, exactly. my PowerPoint really cannot make it. <laughs> they look at it. <laughs> it was quite funny. <laughs> yeah, so just look at me. Cannot design PowerPoint, I can do it. So no one's stopping I mean other sectors from doing yeah. that. Because yeah. we have been in the, the, this, the creative industries for so long, right? It's like to me, skill sets is very easily gained. It's a mindset. Mm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I agree. I agree. It's, it's, you need to get over that part. Yeah. Oh. But do you think design is not as valued in Singapore? That's why, you know, um, for the longest time, we hasn't been able to do a lot of breakthrough in design. I think it has changed in the last mm. one I said. Mm. The fact that uh, Design Singapore Council is part of the Singapore Economic Development Board mm. says a lot. It's true, it's true. <laughs> yeah, the fact that we are part of EDB, mm. which means that there is a value that's attached to design mm. as an economic enabler. Mm. It took us 16 years to come so far, right? Last time we used to be just seen as, okay, look, design is yeah, a nice a, to have. Yeah. 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 But now we are different. Yeah. I guess it's also uh, an acknowledgement from the country's leader to say that, you know, design is actually can be an economic uh, exactly. drivers, right? Yeah. Alongside with all the transport, logistics, you know, manufacturing and all this. Exactly. So right now we have a front yeah. seat role. Mm. Front role or whatever row seat, whatever. Emily, that, it's Emily in the front. Yeah, yeah, yeah no. <laughs> But the fact that we're able to tell everybody, look, if mm. you basically want economic transformation, you cannot do without design. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. True. So so I think that is really a major, major strike for us mm. when we became part of EDP. Mm. 
So do you think our designers are also undercharging themselves in that sense? Um, you know, in terms of because we we hasn't been really recognized, you know, in, in that sense, you know, as driving the um, product or driving the development of the economic value of the company and hence they may not be paid as well as say, for example, an engineer, right? Or a tech person in that sense. It depends. Um, because uh, I have a skills framework for design. Mm. So under the skills frameworks, right, um, actually the skills framework was very enlightening for a lot of people. Mm. Because under the skills framework, there are four pillars mm. uh, of design. One mm. is, of course, the craft. Yeah. Then there is design um, times technology, mm. design times business, mm. design times innovation. Mm. So we could definitely see the in terms of the salaries, in terms of the, mm. the pay, right, is much higher. Mm. And then also you must also understand design is just like ICT. Mm. We are a vertical and mm. we are horizontal. Mm. So we have jobs and roles in the classical design space, right? We are there are double of the designers' roles huh, in the non-design non space. space. Right. So a lot of designers are already working in hospitals. Mm. Right. Interestingly, mm. um Tan Tok Seng has a Kaizen office. Mm. Yeah, it's, they're very forward-looking, mm. Tan Tok Seng. So they mm. have a Kaizen office and actually um, they are staffed inside the team. Uh, they have mm. uh, service designers. They hired oh. service designers. Uh, one wow. of them is my scholar. Okay. So they start up this whole Kaizen office with designers. They also have engineers inside. Right. And then it's very interesting. If you go to a place right, they have facilities uh, whereby they allow doctors, mm. nurses go in and tinker. Oh. So they prototype. Right, right, right. So I our see. designers and our the engineers on site, right, help them. Right, we'll help them with it. Mm. Yeah, so, and then I have also designers working in the bank. Mm. DBS, DBS have mm. 70 designers. Wow. Within the setup. They're all designers. UX, all sorts of experienced mm. designers. And their pay, honestly, is double. Yeah. Of what our classical designers. Mm. So they're paid like any business or tech person. Mm. Mm. <laughs> so it's comparable and I mm. think this combination of a person having the left and right mm. brain right yeah, at some point in our life uh, yeah. is very important mm. yeah so I always encourage the engineers or IT people go and pivot to the other side to learn mm. about you know the 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 way that you solve problems through a mm. design process mm. I always mm. tell them you'll transform your life once uh. so from your like 18 years of solution you mentioned, right? Do you see the change in terms of more female taking a leadership role now compared to the past or actually um, the dynamic is still pretty much the same with... Mm-hmm. You look at how many movement ministers we have. Mm. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it says a lot. Mm. But mm. I must always say that in my years in the service, I've never felt discriminated. Mm. Just because... Yeah, just because... Yeah, or... Yeah. And the lovely thing, I think even last time you know, right? The lovely thing about in the service, right, is they give you the opportunity to have a family. Yeah. And they do not discriminate you because you have to take maternity leave. They in fact ask you, please go and give birth. <laughs> but at the same time, even when you come back, they don't penalize you, mm. right? It, like during banking sessions, we are told very clearly, mm. you cannot discriminate a lady because she went on maternity yeah. leave. She's still considered have done a full year's worth mm. of work even though mm. she's on maternity leave. Where else? I'm, mm. I'm not sure every organisation mm. does that. Mm. So I think in the service, they allow you, you know, the flexibility to still have a family mm. and you can grow. Mm. 
Because you launched several um, blueprint, right? If I'm not wrong. I, like, I did seven I, master plans. Yeah, exactly. Seven <laughs> master plans, you know, for sale. It's crazy. Why can't do that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I looking back, I'm nuts. Yeah, why do I even do that? Yeah, yeah. So, so I think you got good bosses. So, um, how about um, say in in terms of organization, what's your um, I would say requirements or what's your demand, right, for people who want to work in your team, right? Um, oh, very jealous. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think all of us, I think for all of them who have worked yeah. with me right will hate me during that what loud this woman but after that if for some reason we can stay as friends yeah, yeah, that's what, sure. yeah, yeah. so there's this joke right so mm. some people who have worked with me will say that Emily I will always be your friend but I will never work with you <laughs> no but that's because you have high expectation for correct them, right? yeah. Yeah. yeah so so the the, there has been consistency mm. over the years. La. My MBTI, ah, yeah, same one, 360, ah, never changed one all <laughs> these years. It's consistent. Right? So the thing is, um, it's not everybody... I, I think for those people who work with me, right, mm. is that either you hate me or you like me a lot. There's no nothing in between. Mm. Yeah, so those that really bretahan me, right, is those like just cannot meet my pace. Mm. Yeah, because I mm. run very fast, right? Yeah. Yeah. Again, also my standard is very high. Yeah. Then you'll feel very stressed because this woman is, his whole life like just like you know, going after you. Mm-hmm. But those that is able to, basically meet my mm. standard and can pace along with me, mm. and can challenge me, which means mm. you must have Leo. Yeah. To challenge me, no problem. Yeah. It will flourish. <laughs> <laughs> So that's why I say maybe it's a bit more black and white mm. in my style. But mm. I did notice that in uh last two years I've changed quite a bit. Um not okay. mellow, still a bit crazy. Okay. Um but the feedback is that I'm I'm more empathetic. Okay. Yeah. In fact I must say that I'm tougher. Mm. Yeah. I I I'm basically very I'm already very resilient last yeah. time. Now it's like okay, like whatever. Don't tell me cannot do. Mm. Yeah, I know that's yeah. Cannot tell Emily no. <laughs> it's like what do you mean cannot do? Yeah, <laughs> yeah but now you say cannot do, I will yeah. listen to you. <laughs> then after that, still, what do you mean? You can do this. Uh, design thinking. Uh, what do you mean cannot do? <laughs> yeah, so I, I I think that's that's me lah, and I'm I don't know whether this is not PC to say I'm not apologetic about it. <laughs> Well, you have your expectations, I guess. I think this year is also quite a tough year for everybody, even in Singapore, right? Um, you know, especially our graduates. Do you see um, those, your scholars, in that sense, are they now more worried? Uh, or actually, they are quite optimistic about what's the future going to be like after COVID? I think they will have, they will find a way. Mm. Um, I think as with all creative people, mm. won't die one. I always say the, the best thing about creative people is what you have is your knowledge, right? Mm. That's very intangible. You could say that it's very intangible, but it's mm. also some, it's about ideas. Yeah. And ideas can be applied, can be created in all different environments. So I think, for me, I feel that there is, there is no boundaries mm. when it comes to that. So mm. even in a crisis, right, you find ways. Ah. Yeah. This one cannot do, do other things. Ah. Mm. Yeah, so all... And the best thing about creative people, right, can collaborate, ma. Because it's ideas, right? When you ideate, right, it's mm. like ideas coming together. It's not mm. like you have to die, die, build something. Mm. 
correct? Mm. So if you're alone, by being alone, you can't do very much, then you find like-minded people. Then come together, yeah. right? To, to create things that you see, ah, there's an opportunity here. Can we do something mm. together? Yeah. And I think that's possible, right? Even yeah. a media plus, I don't know, design or arts yeah. person Tech come person together. Yeah. 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 You can do so much, right? Yeah. Just trust yourself to be able to do what you set out to do. Mm. Mm. Yeah. That If you have that dream, right, just go and do it. But I think now for the young people, more all the more. Yeah. Very tough, isn't it? I, I feel personally, yeah, it's getting tougher. But of course, again, I think like what you mentioned is actually about the mindset la, and, the, uh, and the resilience. I think we need to build more resilience. Thank you so much, Emily. Thank, thank you. you for the time. Yeah, thank you for joining us this week as well. Um, so subscribe to our show, Freelance Creative Exchange. Check out our Freelance Creative Exchange website and join our Creative at Work community on the Facebook and Instagram. With that, we shall end today's sessions. Have a wonderful week. Be kind, stay safe and we'll check soon. Bye-bye. <laughs>